I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to Stepping Up, the podcast where we explore all things organisation, mental health, routines, personal development, motherhood and health. I'm your host, Steph Pace, and I'm the woman behind Just Another Mummy blog and also the founder of Steph Pace Planners. But I can assure you this is not just another podcast. Online, I'm known for my organisation tips and tricks and the occasional banter, but it definitely wasn't always this way. I used to be a hot mess and occasionally still am, and I'm here as your honest and real friend each week to show you how I turn my life of chaos into clarity. Between the house, health, kids, work and wanting to be the best version of yourself, it can be overwhelming and I'm here to give you the tools and tips to stop you feeling like a slave to your daily tasks, home, life and especially the expectations you have on yourself. Join me as I share my journey and insights into the art of balancing it all and speak to guests who can help us all live a better life. Whether you're looking to streamline your daily routines, boost your well-being, achieve your fitness goals, dive into personal development, or find inspiration to step up into the best version of yourself, we've got you. So are you ready to step up your game? Let's go. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Stepping Up. Can you believe that this is our 20th episode? I actually can't believe it. It feels like I've been doing it so much longer, but it's also gone really fast at the same time. And I just can't tell you how grateful I am for this community. I'm just so glad that I went out and did this after years of thinking about it. And do you want to know a little story? This is a little little story. (laughs) And it's actually funny because I think when people see, you know, those with a bigger following and all those types of things, they assume that they're like invincible and things don't get to them. But a few years ago, I actually had someone say to me online that they said my voice sounds like a man. And I've always hated my voice. I probably shouldn't be pointing it out on a podcast because you guys might stop listening to me. But anyway, I've always, like, we all hate our own voice. Anyway, so this person said to me, like, you sound like a man. And literally that comment stopped me from starting a podcast for years. And I made a joke about it. I was like, yep, my name's Stephen. Like, I just like to bring fun to it. But it bloody hurt, you know? So that was why I literally didn't do a podcast for that long. And I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I didn't listen to that wanker that said I sound like a dude. And yes, I don't have, I don't know, I don't have an overly girly voice, but I'm not, I'm not going to put on a show voice. You know, like there's people I hear online and then you meet them in real life and majority of them do sound the same, but there is people that they do this really nice voice for podcasts, which maybe I should try, but I don't know how I would sound. I'd be like, hello everybody. Welcome back to stepping up. (laughs) No, that sounds weird. Um, so yeah, that's what stopped me. So basically what I'm trying to say is don't listen to other people. Do you have any people also, you know, when I started my blog online, which was now, God, it's been eight years, nearly, nearly eight years I've been online. And there was people that, you know, I was, had my makeup business at the time and I was booked out for years in advance doing weddings and it was going so well, but I just felt like, you know, I just had Harper and the whole reason I went online was because I didn't have any mum friends at that time. I was pretty young and none of my friends had babies yet. And felt really alone and I felt like writing and I've always loved writing. I did it at uni and just wanted to like let it all out. And Ryan was like, you know, just start it. So, you know, there was people around me throughout this journey that didn't think it was the right move. Like I never started my Instagram page and all that though to be a job. I didn't know it could even do that. I literally started it because I was lonely as fuck. You're stuck under a newborn at home. You're on the couch. You've got your bloody boobs out 24-7, covered in vomit or something and... 
you just kind of go a little bit crazy. So yeah, it really, really helped me. I had postnatal depression and I just went through this time and there was people and friends that said like, you know, like, I don't think it's a good idea to do this blog, blah, blah, blah. Cause like there was blogs around then, like there was mummy blogs. That's why I literally called it just another mummy blog, which I hate, but it was like not nearly as common as what it is now. And it was scary to put yourself out there and things like that. But, you know, if I listened to those people, like I wouldn't be doing this right now. Like I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have Steph's planners. I wouldn't have the life I have now, any of those things. And just being able to believe in yourself. You know, I used to be the girl that bloody needed to drink a beer at uni to do a speech. And now I've been on live TV and I'm doing a podcast and doing all the things with my, my man voice. So don't listen to the people that don't believe in you. If you want to do something, you bloody do it. Anyways, don't know where that, that went on a bloody tangent, didn't it? But yes, I'm just really, really, like, I'm just so grateful for this community. I can't believe I've been online for this long and how much has changed. Like, there's like TikTok now, we've got to post all these videos. I have to admit, I haven't really been able to like focus on my content for years and I miss it. I really miss it. And you guys would know this, like years ago, I used to post organization content every single day and it was amazing and I would like share my hacks and like more of my life. But as you guys know, like I've just been working so much and it's going to pay off and it's going to be worth it. And I'm so grateful all the things, but yeah, I'm just really excited. Like this year, I just really want to go back to my roots, back to like old Instagram where you just like, I hop on and tell you guys what I'm doing for the day instead of me quickly posting a photo here and there because I've got two seconds, you know? So I want to be a bit more intentional, more intentional in my life, in my social media, all the things. So yes, I also, so besides it being our 20th episode, I'm really excited to also announce we have a new segment coming up and it's called the Hot Mess Hotline. So this is where you guys can literally message us on or DM or whatever or email and send me your hot mess situations or questions. So if you feel like you're a bit of a hot mess and you're like, Steph, I need help, help me, come and Steph my life, I'll help you out. So that's going to start soon. So I'm really excited. So please do send in your questions. I would love that. And if you do have a question that you would like Ryan and I to answer, then please let me know as well. So that will be coming up. So today's episode, we are talking about all things monthly reset. We all know your girl loves a good reset. I've been doing it for literally like, God, I think six or seven years now, such a long time. And then it became all the rage later on and everyone's like gotten onto this thing because it's bloody amazing. And I'm not saying I started it or anything like that. Like people would be doing this shit for a long time, but I'm just saying it's become more of a thing now, which is great. So what is a monthly reset and why is it important? Now, before I get into it, I want to kind of give you a bit of a backstory. And if you've listened to my past episodes, you would know that I am still a hot mess. I'm just an organized hot mess. <laughs> and I used to be a very different person. Very, very different. I used to just, God, I wouldn't even say float through life. I kind of would tumble through my life. And I never really had any awareness of what I was doing. I used a lot of numbing techniques to deal with my own mental health issues and all the crap. And, you know, I always would set goals and things like that and want to live this organized life. And I just didn't know where to start. You guys know I've got ADHD. I have a very chaotic mind and life just gets busy. I literally had no routine and I'm like literally the polar opposite of what I am now. I thrive off routine, which I now know I needed, but I had zero routine. I used to sleep in so late. This is obviously before children. And I would eat takeaway. I'd roll out of bed. I wouldn't even know what's going on. My house was a bomb. I didn't know what I was doing. I was a bloody mess. And it's okay to have times like that. Like, you know, we can't all be perfect. That is fine. 
But to lead your whole life just kind of stumbling through, you're not going to feel great. You're not going to feel in control. You're not going to feel in the driver's seat of your own life. And then the things around you can really add up. The clutter, your house, it gets messy. There's washing. There's bloody kids things to do if you have children. There's life admin. And then there's just like literally just looking after yourself. So eating well. And all these things, they do take a lot of planning and time. And that is the biggest issue that many of us do have is feeling like we're just scrambling. We're always scrambling. And you just feel like you don't have any structure, but you also don't know where to start. So this is where I come in. (laughs) And your stepping stone this week before I get into it is to do a monthly reset, which I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it. This is your one-stop shop on how to do a monthly reset and how to do it well, do it intentionally. And also something that is going to help remind you of your goals. It's going to set up your house. It's going to set up your systems. It's going to set up your budgets, your bloody technology, everything. Like it's going to get you sorted. So you're not going to be like old Steph who stumbles out of bed at 11 a.m. and goes down to Noodlebox and just is a bloody a potato. Why do I always say potato on this show? It's I don't even know. It's just my thing now. I'm a potato. Anyway, so if you are someone who feels that way, you just feel, you know, really overwhelmed If you feel unorganized, like your life is running you and you're not running the show, you feel like you're just getting by and you have a lot of clutter and chaos around you. And then you also find that like, you know, the start of each year, you tend to set goals and intentions and then months go by and then you realize that you didn't do any of it and you've just forgotten. And also that your budget is a mess and you just need to clean it all up. Here we go. This is for you, fam. This is for you. And I wanted to say that before I started doing this, I truly was just sleepwalking through my life. You know. 90% of people actually don't check in with their goals daily, weekly, or even monthly. And then, of course, they don't reach them because they don't remember. Like, do you know how many people forget? I've forgotten heaps of goals before, but now I do this structure. I've got this system in place. I know exactly what I need to do every day. I know what I need to not do. And I know how to get there as well. And again, just like I always say, just like businesses run reviews and they change their systems and processes to have a really well-oiled machine, we need to do that with our lives as well. It's more important than anything. We want to be proactive and not reactive. All right. So before we get into the strategy of actually doing a monthly routine and how to actually do this thing, you need to decide when you're going to do it. I don't want you thinking that on the first of every month, you need to be doing these things. I also don't want you to think that you have to do these things all in one day. But you need to have a structure for yourself so, A, you're not overwhelmed and, B, that it actually gets done because it's all well and good to plan, but you have to actually do the thing. And I think there is literally, there's always two types of people. There's people who plan out to the T, but then they never take action. And then there's people who take action but without planning. And they're the people that are more so sleepwalking through life. And we want to be like a bit of a combination. We want to plan, but we also want to do the things as well and not get so caught up on the fine details that we never start. And this is why a lot of people too don't start their businesses. They don't start doing the things they want because they feel like everything has to be perfect straight away. Now, God, I look back at my old, even when listening to my first podcast episode, things like that, you look back and the first of anything you do, no matter what it is, even your first reset, it might be a bit sloppy. She'll take you longer than it would take you for someone who's done it for a while, but you got to start somewhere, you know? So just decide when you're going to do it. For me personally, I do this reset over about three days. Sometimes if I have more time off work, I will do it in one day. It just depends. And it also depends on how much of a shit show my life 
is at the end of the month as well. So if my house is a bomb because I haven't kept on top of the cleaning routine and our AM, PM non-negotiable routines, things like that, it's going to take me a bit longer. So step one is decide when you're going to do the routine, when you're going to do your monthly reset. Now, step two is a monthly review. You guys know by now you have to review everything. I've said this bloody so many podcasts because if you don't reflect on where you've been, you don't know where you're going to go and you don't know what you want and what you don't want. So I want you to sit down and, you know, in all my planners, I have monthly reflection pages in all of them. And a little FYI, so many of you guys have been asking for my planners to come back in stock, but they're sold out. There's the teacher and the business planner, but this is why we say to hop on on launch night because our planners, like sometimes they literally will sell out in a night. So we usually bring them out in like September, August. So make sure you're on on launch night because that's when you'll get what you want. I'm sorry and I love you, but we have other planners that you can use and I'm going to talk about them later. Anyway, so what was I saying? So you want to do a monthly review. So I want you to write down what did I do well this month? What did I achieve this month? And then what didn't go so well? And what was like a highlight? What was a low light? Those types of things. So you want to focus on the good because that is so important because that's growth. And that's also going to give you confidence for self-trust to continue. Having self-trust, which I'm going to do a whole other episode on, is so incredibly powerful. You know how many times that we promise ourselves we're going to do something, but we know there's like a little voice in the back of our head that's like, you're full of shit because you don't trust yourself. It's like having a friend that's flaky and they always break their promises. If you're doing that to yourself, you don't trust yourself to do these things and achieve these goals and do these habits. So the more you flex that muscle and show yourself that you can turn up and do it every day, then you're going to start actually having that confidence. And honestly, I really, really believe that self-trust and confidence are so, so connected. So once you've done your monthly review and you've figured out what's good, what's bad, all those things, we're going to set a focus for the month ahead. Now, a focus could be an area of your life. It could be a project. It could be a goal. And that's why I say focus because I feel like I don't want this to be like black and white for you guys. And as you guys know from our 2024 reset workbook that I gave you, when we do goals, I break up the year into four phases. So each quarter of the year, so every three months, I have certain goals I'm trying to achieve because I don't want to achieve all the things at once because it's too much. So set your focus for the month. For me lately, my last two months, my focus has been my new work routine because that is literally, out of all my goals, that is my number one goal I need to nail because that is going to really put everything else in my life in place. If I can nail how many hours I'm working, if I can nail all those things to do with work, then I'll have more time for my kids, more time for myself, more time to do all these things. So that's my goal. That's my focus for the month. Your focus could be your cleaning routine. It could be drinking three liters of water. It literally could be whatever you want it to be but you need to set a focus for that month. And that's going to be at the forefront of your mind. Now, step four is do your brain dump. You guys know I love a brain dump. This is so important. And I have my own signature way of doing this. That's in my planners and I always preach this. There's a few different ways we can do this, but what I, I'm going to tell you today is about the monthly ones. So I have my brain dumping page. It's cut into four categories. And these categories can be anything you want them to be. They're any areas of your life, but the four areas that most relate to you and your situation. So for me, I have kids, I have personal, I have Steph-Face Planners, which is one of my businesses. And then I have my other businesses, which is like podcasts, just online my blog, all those things. So I have them in those ones. Those are the ones that work best for me. Sometimes I'll have home as one, which I'll probably do for March because I'm going to really focus on organizing the unit and just choose those categories. And then what I want you to do is brain dump every task you have to do for all of those categories 
that is just swimming around in your mind. It doesn't mean you have to be doing all these things this month, but at least they're out of your head. And what I like to do at the end of every month too is I go back to the previous month's brain dump and the previous month's goals and reflect on those goals and see if I've actually A, done them or B, if I want to carry them across to a new month. You don't want to just forget about them, especially your brain dump because those things usually are important. All right, so now you've dumped all your crap out. Now you can just go through and now start the planning process, which I'm going to take you through. Or what you can do if you're very, very overwhelmed you can do my hack with this. And this is the best brain dump activity you can do. And a lot of people skip this part and they don't even know about it. So I'm going to tell you, okay? So what I want you to do is each category of your life, I want you to number the importance from one to 10. So number one is the most urgent thing and number 10 is the least urgent. Now I want you to look at all the number ones. You should have four number ones because you've got four categories and then see, okay, which one's the most urgent. And then you can start scheduling this into your plan. You could try to tick off one task from each category a day or one a week, or a couple a week. It just depends on how big the tasks are. But this is where you start to move the needle for the shit that you need to get done that maybe you keep putting off. And then you know that all the urgent things, you're not keeping them in your head anymore. Like they're out of your head. They're on paper. You can really lighten that mental load. And that's what stresses us all out. It's just too much. So that's another way you can do it. I cannot stress enough how much you guys need to be doing brain dumps. I even do them weekly if I need to. I do thought dumps. I do my PM purge. You guys know this. In the evenings, I let it all out. I just let her out. And you don't, I might even do a whole separate episode about journaling. If you guys are keen, let me know. Because there's no right or wrong way to journal and to do these brain dumpings. Like just whatever you want to say, I kind of write in my journal like I'm talking to my friend, which is nice because you start to feel a bit more compassion for yourself that way. And you have a lot more connection with yourself. But that's obviously another episode. All right. So you've done your brain dump. You've numbered everything out. So now we're going to start the planning process. So this is step number five. I'll do a quick recap. So we're going to, one, decide when you're going to do your reset. Number two, do a monthly review. Number three, set your focus. Number four, do your brain dump. Okay, number five is your planning process. Now, I have this in, again, my beautiful planners. I just keep, that's why I made them, guys, because this this system works. It bloody works. So in my planners, I literally have a monthly overview page. So on this page, these are the things that it has. So I want you to write down like habits you want to start and habits you want to stop. For example, oh, I've got to find mine. I wrote mine down. Let me just have a look. All right, I'll find last month's one. Here we go, last month's. Okay, so I wrote my focus is my new week structure and then habits I want to break is going on socials one hour after waking because I have been doing that. Because I think with me, I like to post my morning routine, as you guys know. And then, so what I do, I am very strict with my social media use, but sometimes um, I get a bit sneaky with myself. And when you've put your phone on the downtime setting, so it like blocks me from all my apps. If I want to go on Instagram, it says allow for one minute or allow for 15. I'll usually click allow for one. And then I post my story and then it comes up and then I'm like, oh, just 15 more minutes. And then it, it ruins my whole morning routine and I notice it straight away because that day I just don't feel as good. Anyway, so that was one. Habits I want to make was reading personal development in the AM. As you guys know, I stopped reading personal development for years because I was reading it at night and it wasn't letting my brain just switch off. And I always was laying there thinking about all the things I should be doing or not doing and that type of thing. And it was just, it wasn't fun. So I got back into fiction. So now my rules are personal development in the AM fiction in the PM and it's amazing. It's so good. So those were the habits that I put down. So now the next step in the planning process is a reminder of your goals. So like I said, look at your goals, 
you need to go get your 2024 reset workbook, look at that or look at last month's goals and see where you're at. So you want a reminder of your goals and then you will also want to decide on your goals for the month ahead. So you can carry them across or you can break them down into smaller goals themselves. So as you guys know, with goals, you need to reverse engineer them into habits because it's all well and good to set a goal, but if you don't know how to get there, well, then it's kind of useless, isn't it? It's not going to just happen. Again, like I said, if you want to eat healthier, what are the habits you need to do to do that? You need to meal plan. You need to meal prep if you're really busy. You need to try a new recipe every week, things like that. You need to make it more tangible. Like it could also be include protein in every meal, stuff like that. So just break it into goals. So you want to decide on your monthly goals. So my goals last month, this one related to my quality family time and how like the household's running. So bedtime routine is to make dinner at 4 p.m. And that is because my girls are very hard to get to sleep. And if I don't literally start making dinner at four and then we eat at five, it's a shit show. So started doing that. It's so much better. And I also find when we cook earlier, we are much less likely to be lazy than get Uber Eats, which was another thing we put down for the years. We wanted to cut back on that. Again, I was doing it a lot because grief, work, all the things. But I'm like, I always I don't feel good when I do that. Um, Another one was hire a marketing manager. And then we had take kids to the pool once a week. We've been going down to the local pool. It's been so nice, especially after work. I think it just kind of resets my brain because, you know, even if you've been home, like when you're home with the kids all day or whatever, you carry a lot of this stuff into the afternoon and you carry stuff from work to home. So I think it's really good to break it up. So another stepping stone is you don't have a pool. Go to your local pool. If it's a hot day, go down and just go by yourself if you can. God, that'd be amazing, like a holiday. And then I said, have Fridays for development. So I really want to get back into doing like courses and learning and just kind of like bettering myself as an all-rounder in my business, but also in life. I love learning and I think I just really miss it. And I know if you don't use it, you lose it. So that's what I'm trying to do. And then I also put a budget revamp. So they were my goals. Okay, so once you've set your goals and you've written them down, I want you to look at any important dates and events. So look at all your important dates and events. Like once you've put them in, put them in your calendar, put them in your planner. Then I also want you to pop in your non-negotiables, which is your things like take the kids to school, cook dinner, washing, cleaning, any of that shit, put it all in there. Now I want you to have a look at any weeks or weekends that look really full because we all know what it's like when you don't deal with this stuff now and then the weekend comes that's in two weeks. And there's this all these things on, there's a million birthday parties. You've got that lunch date, you've got blah, blah, blah. You've got all these things. So tackle that now. So if you can look ahead in your month and you can see you're going to have a busy week or a busy day or a busy weekend, try to cut back on some things. So then you don't have to be that flaky friend or be annoying later and like cancel a birthday party or something. So just deal with that now. All right. So now I also want you to do, now you've got your important dates in there. So you will see if you've got any birthday parties or events. I want you to online shop for these gifts now. So if you do that now, when it comes, you're going to be sweet. You're going to be so set. You're not going to be running around trying to find a bloody gift for Susan. And she's hard to buy for. We know this. So if we give us the time now, you know, she's not going to get a shitty present and we're not going to be stressed out. Shop the gifts now. Do it now. And this also accounts for like, obviously, if your kids have a birthday party, anything like that, just like order it all at the start of the month. Or if there's like Halloween, just anything that's happening that's important or an event, get it now. Get it online. You have to deal with it. Uh, The next thing is also obviously book any appointments for the month. So look at the month ahead. If you know, okay, I've got to get my hair done or the kids need to go to the doctors or I've got this appointment or this checkup, book it all now because what happens is, especially if it's health, we leave it so long. 
I do it. I was terrible. I had an appointment with my doctor and I kept putting it off and then it turns into like six months later. We don't want to be operating that way. And we also don't want to like get four months of regrowth, especially when you have red hair like me now. So just pre-book everything you can. Do it now. And I also want you to plan your movement and your self-care. So I want you to actually block in time in your calendar because this is all going to relate back to your goals. So the habits we got from your goals, you need to actually schedule these in. Like I said, you need to schedule them in. Otherwise, they're not going to happen. For example, this week for me, I know when my alarm went off at five o'clock this morning, I was like, didn't want to get up. Of course, I don't want to get up, but I do. And I got this new sunrise alarm, guys. It's so good. I really, really recommend it. It was from Amazon. It was actually from America. So I had to get like the adapter, but I just didn't like any of the ones in Australia. But anyway, I love it. It's like lights up my room. It makes me feel like the sun's basically my face. There's birds. It's very nice. It's much better than like the alarm sound, which is, I feel like gives me like anxiety straight away. Yeah, so I know this morning, I knew if I don't get up now, I'm not going to be able to go for my walk. I'm not going to be able to meditate. I'm not going to be able to journal. And I'm going to go straight into work. And I'm also going to be recording podcasts. And then I'm going to feel really shit. I'm going to be really cranky. And then I'm not going to bring the best energy for you guys. And it just kind of has a roll-on effect. So I know because I scheduled myself to get up at that time to go for a walk. It's either the gym, but this morning was a walk. I know I have to do it. And I know the repercussions if I don't. That's the whole thing. So schedule in your habits, your self-care and your exercise. And it is an appointment with yourself where you're going to really exercise that self-trust like I talked about. All right. Step six, update the home hub slash command center. Now, a home hub or command center, I've spoken about a lot of times, but I don't know if I've actually, oh, I probably did talk about it in the podcast before, but it is a central part of the home where everybody, even if you don't have kids or family and you've got like a roommate, it is somewhere where everyone knows what's going on. So ours is my magnet planners that I created. So we have them on the fridge because, you know, the kitchen is the heart of the home. Everyone kind of gravitates there because that's where all the snacks are. And I will update this with what I've got on. I'll also talk to Ryan and see who's picking up the kids what days because Ryan's doing soccer this year. So we've got to organize his soccer training. So I can make sure that anything I have scheduled in, like my self-care or anything like that, doesn't clash with him. And then everyone knows what's going on. On this is also the meal planner. So on our meal planner, we will literally just plan out our dinners for the week. We tend to like rotate similar ones, but I also have a recipe book that I have <laughs> categories. It's me. What do we expect? There's categories for things like chicken dishes, beef di- dish. <laughs> wow, beef dishes. What did I just say? That sounded bad. Anyway, soups, Mexican, pasta, pizza, anything like that. Like there's all these recipes. So if we start to feel like our weekly rotation's getting a bit stale, we'll go in there and check on that and then we'll just switch it up. So, so good. Okay, so we've done that. And then we also have the don't forget list. And then on this is where we do literally things that we don't want to forget. So we tend to write on this, especially on the weekends for just like those annoying jobs around the house because I don't want to have to nag him. That's the last thing I want to do. I do not want to have to nag him. It is not a good time. And I literally write it on there and then we both just just tackle it and it's done. So you can do anything like, you know, you could leave a note for each other if you're like passing ships like Ryan and I are sometimes. I'll literally write on there saying like where I am or what's going on. If anything's changed for the afternoon, I'd literally write it on the fridge. So that is the home hub. So you want to update that and have that command center. Now, step seven is a home reset and restock. Now we're going to start with the kitchen because we're already in there because we're doing our home hub. Again, this we want to make this work for us, not against us. So I want you to check your freezer and pantry for food to use. We have 
so many items that we accumulate that we know that we just don't want to waste. I hate wasting food. It's the worst. And it's the same with the freezer. The amount of times we have bulk bought chicken breasts that just stay there for 20 years, I can't even tell you. You're not the only ones. If you've been following along this journey, you'll know how much organisation has changed my life. I was and still am a hot mess and honestly, without my planner by my side, nothing would get done. I spent years creating these planners. They have sections for monthly reflections, intention setting, resets, challenges, meal planning, cleaning schedules, budgeting, and my secret page to make sure you can balance it all. As a thank you for listening to my podcast, I want to give you your own exclusive discount code, Steffing Up, for 15% off any products over at Steph Pace Planners. So if you're ready to take back control of your life and get on top of your to-do list, head to stephpaceplanners.com.au and use the code STEFFINGUP for your discount today. Now let's get back to the episode. So check your freezer and check your pantry and see what you've got and foods that you have to use and foods that you can use so you're not actually spending more money at the grocery store. So once you've done that, you're going to create your meal plan for the week or even the fortnight. Sometimes I love doing a fortnight because then it's done. And just remember when you're doing meal planning, it doesn't mean you have to eat those meals on that exact night. You can switch it around if you've got the food. If you've already got the food in the house, it doesn't matter. If we get maybe like fish or meat or something and we're like, oh, we don't want to leave it in the fridge for more than a few days, we'll try to make sure it's at the start of the week. But you can move it around. So have your meal plan and that also means it's on the fridge Say if I'm working late, which is pretty often, Ryan will know what's for dinner and he'll be like, okay, and he'll just start cooking it. Or he'll say, hey, Steph, can we have this instead? Or yeah, that type of thing. Okay, so now you've done that. You've checked your freezer and pantry for food that you need to use. You've done your meal plan and now you're going to create your shopping list. So write out your shopping list that's done and dusted. You can really keep this also as a master list. I have a really good hack for you guys. If you do Woolies online shopping, they have lists you can make in the website. And I actually have lists for weekly restock. I have a fortnightly restock. And then I've also got like monthly. So anything that's like not as common, like, I don't know, like fly spray and shit like that. And then also a list for if we ever go down to like an Airbnb, like there's a list for that as well for items we need. And it's already done. Like it's already in there. So much easier. We want to work smarter, not harder. All right. Next up is clean the fridge out, give it a good wipe down. And then you might also find some extra food you forgot about. Having an organized fridge is really, really helpful. I was even considering, because right now, as you guys know, I have a tub for meat and I have a tub for dairy and I have a tub for kids And I did have a tub for lunches, which we changed, but I was thinking of like doing a tub every night of the week, but I just don't know. I don't know how I'm going to go with that. Anyway, I'll let you know. So have your fridge cleaned out, make it all done. Also check in with your cleaning routine or your lack of cleaning routine. Now, it doesn't even matter if you're someone who, again, lives alone or you might get cleaners in, you still need to do daily maintenance and the house still needs to be cleaned every day. And we all don't want to be spending our weekend cleaning the whole house. So I do this more so in my old house because the unit we're in now is really small, so it actually doesn't take me long to clean the whole place, to be completely honest, Um, except for all the kids' bloody LOL dolls lying around. But what I was doing, I would categorize the house, and I will be doing this more so now just because I'm trying to be really strict with my schedule. So Mondays would be like bedroom, Tuesdays would be bathroom, Wednesdays would be like laundry. No, Wednesdays would be lounge room. Wow, my brain. And so on and so on. So you're doing like a section per day. And if you keep that up, you'll find the cleans get quicker and quicker. 
because it's just not going to take as long. Obviously, you need to do your AM and PM non-negotiables, which is like the task of upkeep, which I can do a full separate episode on that for you guys if you want. But yes, that is what's going to really, really save you. So check in with your cleaning routine and how you can make it work for you. You literally don't need to spend an hour every day. It can literally take you five minutes. Another thing I love to do is a general clean out of areas and items that accumulate over time. So this for me is the junk drawer. We have a little like basket near the front door that has shoes and the kids and Ryan always put their socks in there. So I clean that out and put any shoes in their wardrobe that they don't wear every day. Somehow all their shoes just end up in there and they can't all fit. Do a general cleanup of the kids' room for all these like bits and pieces that they get. And they just, you know, and then you're walking in the middle of the night and it like stabs you in the foot. Not a fun time. Also doing things like cleaning out your handbags, wallets, gym bag, school bags. So giving that a good clean out because, again, that's an area that can just like accumulate over time and you want it to feel really nice and fresh. Even doing things like resetting your car. If your car gets pretty dirty like mine, everyone gets surprised by that, but my kids and Ryan trash my car. They trash it. So that has to be done monthly because otherwise it is not fun. And I don't like it. And then even doing things like cleaning your makeup brushes. You should be cleaning your makeup brushes literally like at least once a week. I'm an ex-makeup artist and I put myself to shame. Like I should be in makeup jail at this point because my brushes are disgusting. It's not good for your skin. It makes your makeup look shit. It's just not hygienic. So give them a good clean. You can get the, there's a little bottle at Woolies. It's green and it's got the crocodile on it. And it's, I I can't even say the word, it's that alcohol stuff and you literally can clean it with that or just get baby shampoo and you can clean it with that as well. You don't need to spend money on these expensive brush cleaners at all. Literally just spend like $5 in your suite. And then also really think about having some systems, even for your mail, if you don't have a system for that, like you can get like a really cool thing that I always used to use in the old house, which was this Ikea vertical magazine holder. And I actually labeled it for each person in the house. So we had one for Harper Willow, which was school notes, and then Ryan and I. And then we had a general one that went in the front. But I have a bit of a mail system. And if you've got a big pile of mail, this is when you want to go through with it. All right. So now we've done a house reset. That is all sorted. Now, that sounds like a lot of steps, but they're also like quite small steps besides maybe cleaning the fridge, depending on how bad it is. All right, before I move on, let's do a quick recap. So number one, we're going to decide when to do your reset. You're going to do your monthly review. You're going to do your focus for the month, and then you're going to do your brain dump. Step five is your planning process, which is all the things I spoke about before. So your habits, scheduling any appointments, breaking down your goals, clearing any busy areas of your month out, clear that out, make any appointments for the month ahead, and also do any online shopping for upcoming events or birthdays. Step six is update the home hub or command center. Step seven is your house reset and restock. Also, I forgot to say, check for household items and restock those things like your toilet paper, your cleaning products. I love going on Catch of the Day and I end up buying shit I don't need. Love Catch of the Day and I like to buy things in bulk. I can't do it as much in this house, but I do recommend it because you save a lot of money. All right. Number eight is a tech reset. Obviously, we're going to clean up our physical space. We've cleaned up our mental space by doing our brain dump. And now we want to clean up our digital space. So what we want to do is delete any unwanted photos from the previous month off our phone. And obviously, if you haven't done this at all, you're going to have months and months worth. But this is a good way to start getting into that habit. And if you obviously have a lot of back stock of these photos you need to delete, just start maybe at the end of each month, maybe tackle like three months. And then you can kind of like start to work your way back, if that makes sense. Like we all take photos where there's double ups and then there's like bloody double chin shots that your partner took. We just just clean them up. The next thing is clean out any unwanted files or downloads in your computer. We always, I download so much shit. I don't even know why, but 
clean that out. And then you can like clear your, you know, your browser history or your cookies that you have in your laptop. I never understand why they call it that. But yes, clear your cookies or your cache. Is it cache they call it? I don't know. And then we want to hit inbox zero. So you want to go through your inbox. I can give you a more in-depth digital organization episode if you like, because I can do that definitely. But you want to go through your inbox, get rid of anything, unsubscribe from shit you don't want, put things in folders and just give her a good cleanup. All right. Now our final step is our budget reset. I feel like for me, I always thought I was really bad to understand money and I just always had this belief that and a narrative around that, that I wasn't good with money. Not that I would overly spend it. I just didn't really, I guess, I don't know. I just think I just bloody gaslit myself into thinking I just wasn't smart enough to, I know, look into the financial things more and things like that. But, you know, I've run businesses in the past where, and I obviously run businesses now, but I run smaller businesses in the past and I really taught myself that, no, I'm actually good at money. I can understand things. I'm not stupid. So if you hear that and you start to cringe a little bit, because I know money can make us all feel really anxious. It makes me feel very anxious, especially, you know, being the provider for my family, my teams and all these things that are going on. But it's going to really conquer that anxiety because then you're going to feel more in control. And most of the time, I know for me, I feel anxious because I'm not in control of something. So this is where you want to dive deep. So I'm just going to give you a little crash course. We can do a more like episode on budgeting. I'll get it like a specialist on because obviously I'm not an accountant or anything. So I'll just give you the tips that we do. First thing you want to do with our budget reset is you want to go through your phone and your laptop and delete any unused subscriptions. These cost so much money. I don't want to think about how much money I've lost to apps because, you know, you might, it's like when you see those cool trends on TikTok and that, and it's done with an app to make them, you know, make maybe make your family into a cartoon, you download it and then it's like 40 bucks if you don't delete it before the end of the month and then you start paying 40 bucks every month. And if you don't have a look in your bank statement and if you're not fully across everything, sometimes that can go unnoticed. And even it's like this little thing here and there can be like $2, $4 and it all adds up. So delete anything that you don't want that is costing you money. I also want you to check through your reoccurring payment. See, again, what you can change. Reach out to your providers and see if you can get a better price, better deal. Try and cut costs as much as you can. The next thing I want you to do is go through your bank statement. Just go through it on your phone and just have a look at your spending habits. Because if you're not super aware of them and you see that you're buying a bloody iced latte twice a day and they're $8 each, that's a lot of money at the end of the month. So really hone in on your spending habits and then any areas that you can change as well. Again, it could be doing things like having too much Uber Eats or maybe you are not meal planning and you're going down to Woolworths every bloody day. So that's going to accumulate as well because you don't know what you're eating. The next thing is allocating your income. So we want to allocate it to bills, savings, and then we also have an emergency fund. So there's a few different ways to do this. Like there is the 50-30-20 rule. So 50% of your income is for things that you need. 30% is for things that you want and 20% is for things that you can save. There's obviously a lot of other ratios of this. There's like the 70, 20, 10, and it just really depends on you and your income and your expenses and things like that. There's the 70, 20, 10 rule, which is 70% of your income goes to what you need. 20% is what you want and 10% is for savings. And also with savings, just set it up as an automatic transfer. So then you don't even see it and you don't realize and it's just going. And then you actually can accumulate some savings. and If you haven't already, set up accounts for bills, spending and savings and even one for emergency. Obviously, it depends on how much you're being charged by your bank for these accounts, but it is a good way to be able to separate it. And then you can have your income 
you know, like dividing your income up by reoccurring bills and you can actually calculate how much you need from there and you can actually send that across straight away and you don't have to think about it. And then you have those bills come out of that account. Hopefully that makes sense. Let me know if you want a, another episode on this. So yes, that is how you do a monthly reset. So you've done your review, you've done your brain dump, you've done your focus, you've planned it out, you've done your home reset and restock, you've resetted your digital space and also your budget. So everything is nice and clean, your bags are clean, hopefully the kids are clean and you're ready to go. This is all well and good, but how do we maintain this momentum throughout the month? And this is where it comes to, again, daily planning every day. And I know for some people who haven't used a planner before, it really is just about a habit. It is a habit and you want to stack it. So habit stacking is when you stack a new habit with a pre-existing habit. So let's say you have, again, I always use this example because it makes the most sense, but you have a cup of coffee in the morning. So when you're having this coffee, you can be planning in your planner. And the biggest tip with a planner is leave it open. Leave it open on your bench because if you close it, especially if you have ADHD, you will not remember to open it again. So keep it open on your bench at all times. Also using a habit tracker. I have this again in my planners. I swear this is not me just trying to poach my planners, but they're amazing. Habit tracker. You can put it in there and then tick it off every single day and then you'll know if you've hit it or you haven't. And also obviously keeping up with your routine. So like your cleaning routine, if you want to do more of a budget check at the end of every week, you can do that. Keeping on top of your meal prep and your AM, PM non-negotiables. This is all going to help with that momentum and keep things kind of working like a well-oiled machine. And it's just going to make you feel so much better. Now, once you've gotten into the hack of doing the monthly reset, I kid you not, it's going to change your life. You're going to have a much, much smoother day-to-day life. You're going to be able to remind yourself of your goals. You're going to be able to see what areas need focus on. You can be intentional and not reactive. Your house is going to run smoother. You're going to be on top of money and then clear out that clutter. It's just going to be a game changer. And this is literally the episode I want you to save so you can come back to it when you need and you can do a monthly reset every month with me in your ear to help you out. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please let me know in DMs how you found it and if you have any questions and if you would like me to do one on budgeting or my AM and PM non-negotiables and all that stuff, and I can definitely do that. And I'll see you guys on Monday. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode of Stepping Up. I don't want this to be just another podcast you listen to, get inspiration, and then you don't take action. If there's been something in this episode that will help you step up into the best version of yourself, open up your notes app or your trusty planner and make a plan. And if you love listening to today's episode, please take a screenshot and show me where you're listening from. I absolutely love seeing it. Make sure you tag Stepping Up and Just Another Mummy Blog. And make sure you subscribe because you won't want to miss what's coming up next week.